Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. What's been happening this week? Well, it was Asuka. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> For those people that don't know, at work we put in... Some money every day. We put a little pool of money in, um, and then our and then our bet comes in like before we even start, and then it goes, "You will win one million three hundred fifty four thousand pounds." Like, and everyone's like, oh, "I'm gonna be dead rich." <laughs> what are you gonna do with your share of the money? Exactly. <laughs> and then at two thirty, as the first as, as someone's first pick trails in in about fourteenth position, it then goes down to like eight thousand pound or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Last week, it was, we lost badly, didn't we? Yeah. Well, right, I don't know yeah. if it's going to comfort you or not, okay? Probably won't. But, <laughs> right, but I actually, because I'm a good stat man, yeah. right? Despite mm. what I did last week. Mm, well. Despite what happened last week, right? I did see a stat regarding Ascot this week, and I thought I'd share it with you. Go on then. See if it makes you feel better. Okay. Okay. It doesn't. Oh yeah, I told you, didn't I? Yeah, forgot about that. Uh, so, if you'd have put a pound on every single horse that ran at Ascot last week, yep, you'd have still been in profit by six hundred and twenty-one pounds. Mm, amazing. When I picked one hundred and fifty-one <laughs> horse, it comes nowhere. <laughs> and then also, well, away away from sport because uh, the Ashes that was good. Mm. That was good. But again, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, Glastonbury was on. I tell you Everyone what, he, keeps he's let himself go about Axel Rose, hasn't he? Well, I'm saying about Axel Rose first. He's let himself go, hasn't he? He can't really sing anymore, can he? No. No, and then Elton John was on, wasn't he? Neither can him from Arctic Monkeys. He's singing out a tune on purpose, I think. Mm. So that was Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Um, but highlights of other things this week was uh, uh, Jolien uh, Boomkowo. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, uh, well, this was a, a Belgian shot putter um, who who ran in the 100 metres hurdles for the women oh, no. uh, just to get a point for the Belgian team. Okay, so just as we just as we're talking about this now, Callum. I'm just about to show this Bobby. Um, anyway, all the others, gun goes, she shoots off, and Jolien Bumquo is left uh, <laughs> plodding over the first <laughs> hurdle. Anyway, she finishes the 100 metres hurdle in, in oh. 32.91 seconds. Okay, just for the record, I think as they crossed the line, she just jumped over the first hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the record on that. So, Callum, you know what the question is early on this week, but you know what the question is. I think we all know what the question is. (laughs) How much start (laughs) would Julian Blomquo 
have to give Bobby over 110 metres hurdles. Hurdles? Yeah. Oh, no. This is the problem. So she's done it in what? 32.51 seconds. I reckon I reckon at least 20 metres. Mm. He's got a jump as well, though. You can't duck under him. No, and he's not the tallest, is he? Can I ask, just for the record, because I've seen him do it when they run, what happens if you knock a hurdle over? Does Just you... carry on. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter? No. no it's so I could just run straight through them? Technically, yeah. Right. 20, 20 metres? Le- I've, level, I've seen I'll, you play rugby, but you're not running through anything. Do you know what? Level I'll, pegging. I've got to. No, I'll agree with Callum there. 20 metres. Nah, 20 metres. No, level. I've got it. No, I'm 20 metres. I've met my match. You're about five foot two. <laughs> I've met my match. That's level. <laughs> any, 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 any sort of start is an insult. Okay. Serious business. What's on tonight? Um, well, the Super League review, as, as always. Um, stats of the week, which hopefully are uh, actually correct this week. Actual stats, you mean? Yes. Um, not, not just like some conservative government propaganda, just made up facts. Yeah. Um, NRL... We've got um, a special edition of Talk To Me About. Yes, with, uh, with Nathaniel from uh, Huddersfield Giants. Yes. Uh, and then Bri will be on for the Predictions League and that'll wrap us up for this week. Sounds good to me. So we'll jump straight into it then. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. Well, if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Well, that brings us nicely into round 16 of Super League. And this week, despite the the, the high scoreline, we are going to start in the south of France with Catalans because I think uh, with a good win and the other results going their way, I think it's only fair we start there. So Catalan's thirty-eight, Lee thirty. Tom Johnson never misses a game now, does he? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, never misses a game. No, and just scores every week. It's good to see. Must be that. Must be that climate. That warm. That warm weather must be helping him out a little bit. Oh, I thought you meant Wakefield. Oh, right, yeah, seriously, it could help. But no, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's. Um... I mean, it happens, done it. You only have to look at a few players around the league who have had horrible injury injury records, and then all of a sudden they're they're, they're just there every week, Mm. aren't they? Interestingly on this was the thought Steve McNamara, uh, after the game, was really, really unhappy with the performance and the defence and said they won't be be where they are now if they continue to defend like that. And he he was really unhappy about the, um, the the overall score, which I thought was... Uh, I thought it was quite interesting, really. Rather than, I suppose, celebrating where they are and what they've done, um, he was uh, pretty disappointed with it, really. I think most coaches get upset when they concede 18, never mind 30. Mm. You know, it's pretty much double, in it, of what they would probably want to concede. Probably even more so with the, the, the sort of the fast start they got out to. I think they were, were they 20 nil up at one point before, mm. before Lee... Uh, stage this comeback as well, so uh... got to give credit to Lee um, to come back and lead and score thirty points at Catalans, which isn't an easy feat in itself, is it? And it shows what they've brought to the league this year. I think 
Yeah, they're they're doing really well, aren't they? And they they play some nice footy. We've we've said pretty much all season, but like sort of what Bobby's just said. Then, if they've gone up to a twenty nil lead, is it how much of a case is it of them taking the foot off the gas, mm. so to speak? I'm not I'm not so sure, but yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned it a few weeks ago. They had a, that, that's two slow starts now for for Leah. They had the slow start against York in the Challenge Cup, and I know they came back and won that one. Um, quite comfortably, but obviously it's worth noting if Lee continue to do that slow start, they're probably going to find themselves on the end of these results a few more because even to come back and take the lead, you've exhausted all your energy into getting mm. into that lead. The second you go behind, it's so hard to get yourself back up and in for it again. That's right. If they've got trophy ambitions, they probably need to sort that start out. But then again, if you were talking at the start of the season, Lee having trophy ambitions... Well, yeah. If you're a Lee fan, you'd probably take that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. But you know, now that they're there, they'll, they'll. I think they'll be disappointed if they don't. Mm. Really. Yeah. Two tries for Lee from uh, Ed Chamberlain, uh, who scored two tries, and I thought, I'm sure, he was introducing Ascot this week. <laughs> it's like, but it turned out to be a different Ed Chamberlain. Fair enough. So it wasn't wasn't him. Right. So I can't let Ascot go. Sorry. Stop bringing it up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, Catalan now sit two points atop of the table, um, overtaking, well, I suppose moving clear, should I say, of our next game uh, in Warrington, who lost to Castleford, 23 points to 14. Seems to be like they've they've gone, or when we talk about them, like, what we sort of said Last season now, it's like, oh, they'll come good this week, they'll come good this week. And they're just not doing again. No, I think you could see problems on the horizon, I suppose, when they named a halfback pairing due to injuries, etc., of Ratchford and Matautia. Mm. And I think, oh, that's that, you think, oh, actually, that's not a, it's not a combo you'd want to, you'd want to start with, is it, ideally? No, uh, and I know he's not. I know he's not a six, but Matauti has been playing there for the last few weeks. So you would think he's got a, you know an idea. Ratchford's probably played most of very versatile. Well, probably not most of his career. He played a lot of fullback, didn't he? But you know, I think he come up playing in the halves and things. But I, I get what you're saying. It's it's not ideal, is it? But. I just think Matauti has gone right off the boil wherever he plays. Well, he, he, I, I think a lot of Warrington fans just sort of don't really want to see him on the team at all yeah. at the minute. And then <clears throat> straight away from that, in the first few minutes, um, I think it was Harrison, wasn't it, that got done for a hip drop and he got a yellow card, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, I thought that was really bad, to be fair. There was no need to do it either. No. Really no need for that one. I, I know there's no need for most hip drops in the league, but that one just seemed really bizarre. It was like he weren't going down, so I'm going to have to drag him down, sort of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So with with the, I thought straight away with that half back combo, then straight away they're not. And I thought they were really ill disciplined, Warrington, because Gareth Widdop got about four penalties. I think four. Yeah, they pointers. didn't really score that many and, tries, did they? Well, that was well. He, he missed the the try. He missed the conversions as well. Mm. So they just kept the scoreboard ticking along with two points after two points. Yeah. Um. And I thought they were they were pretty ill disciplined in that respect because I think they give about eight points away in um, 
uh, in penalties. Mm. So I thought that was, uh, uh, the, again, so all all these things have, have, have not helped them, have they? No, they, I know they've got a few knocks and stuff like we just mentioned about the half-back pairing and things there, but you'd think that the way that Castleford have been this season, they would still have enough to go there and, and get the win, really. Yeah, yeah, Joe Westerman back to form, some uh, excellent try assists, um, really good vision. He wasn't, well, he, he wasn't going on any blind alleys down there, was he? That's for sure. But um, he was really, uh, really back on form. I thought in this game. Yeah, he's a good player, and he, he he always has been. I think. Yeah, just one point on this. Do you remember in? Um, I think it was Phoenix Knights or something like where. Do you remember when they had those little those little the uh, midgets on? And, yeah. they, and they'd go away and they'd turn around and they'd go, how far away is he? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Like well, um, Gabbeth would have got a drop goal. Yeah. That looked to be about 40 yards out. But? Right. Well, I'll beat Castleford's pitch. <laughs> so the question is, how far away actually was Gabbeth Widdip's drop goal? <laughs> 32. <laughs> At least. That's at the most. That. that that's 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 at the most. Well, while we're on the drop goal, did you see Cassiano trying to milk a penalty? Yes. He just runs into the the blocker. Well, not the blocker, but you know what I mean. Stood in the road. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I did notice that. I, I, I rewound it a few times actually because I thought, did he actually take him out or was he was he milking it? And he he went he went down like a sack of potatoes. He just flops to the floor. He's like. <laughs> Seven foot and yeah. twenty stone or something. <laughs> he went. He went down like Jack Grealish. Yeah, <laughs> probably worse. Neymar. <laughs> Hilarious. <sighs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on to our next game, uh, and we go to the Thursday night Sky game, uh, which was Hull FC thirty four. St. Helens 6. What a turnaround from Saturday that was from the, from the Challenge Cup game. Yeah, played really well. Jake Clifford is, I mean, we've we've sung his praises for the last few weeks, but he was he was just, he was the best player on the pitch by a mile. He was just instrumental for them, yeah. Do you think um, the show? Do you think Hull can keep hold of him? No. Past this season? No. I don't think any Super League club would, in fairness. Is the that, way he's been playing. And, is that good? Yeah, and, and, and the, the, there doesn't seem to be an awful lot of quality halfbacks about, personally, for me. I don't think there's that many. What, here or in the NRL? Both. Right. I think there's a shortage uh, on both sides of the world, and if there's a club uh, down under that wants to come in and take him, it's going to be hard for him to say no. Mm. He reminds me in a way a little bit like Sean Long, just sort of off the cuff. Sometimes you don't quite know what he's going to do. Mm. Uh, Danny Bruff like, yeah, he's 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 quality. He's, he's brilliant. You know, he he really did show what a seven should be doing. Mm. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, some of the defense on show from Saints was appalling, really, wasn't it? Just very. I think the Chris Satai try yeah uh summed it up i think yeah just just very very unsaints like you know what we've been accustomed to the last what four years we've said that though but it's not the first time this has happened does it no 
Not at all. So when we say it's unsaints-like, it's it's less unsaints-like than it has been in the past? Yeah. I mean, look, we all know that, that sport sort of goes round in circles, don't we? You can only be at the, the very top for so long, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people calling for, like, Paul Wellens is dead, especially after a loss, and he had an impossible job. It's not like he's come in and took over from a team that was struggling mm. and still not improved them. He, mm. There was no... Where was the room for improvement? Mm. There wasn't really. It, it's funny you should say that about Wellens because I was thinking about this and I was looking through every team and I'm thinking, I've only counted four teams looking at my list now that I've not read or heard fans shouting for the coach's head. Mm. And those, those four that I've not heard anybody shout shout for the head... Um, a Salford, yeah, Lee, yeah, uh, Catalans, yeah. You don't read French, though. To be fair, no. Well, that's well. I have to count it. Catalans, Lee, and Hull KR probably. Yeah, Willie yeah. Willie Peters. Peters has done a, a brilliant job. Apart yeah. from that, and even I've I've read loads of Saints fans. Wellow out. Mm. I've heard lots of Wigan fans. Matty Pete's not good enough. Yeah. I've heard Warrington fans. Oh, we're on the slide again. Powell out. Yeah. Um, lot of Leeds fans. Rowan Smith out. Yeah. Etc. Mm-hmm. Etc. Et and you know, I've 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 heard this all all the time. Yeah. No, you're right. I think I, I think they are the only four clubs mm. that that probably aren't doing that at some point during this season. Uh. You know, if we're on this game, just while we're talking about Wellens, I mean, the team selection was very bizarre. Morgan Knowles starting at nine, James Rowe on the bench and just completely left Joey Lussick out. Yeah, that's it's odd, that, isn't it? And and had um, uh, McCarthy Scarsbrook starting at loose forward yeah. over Bell. And you, had, Weird. and you add that into a team that's, that's um, desperate for revenge, mm. who thought they were hard done to because of the, the Griffin red card, for example. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're on the receiving end of a, of a pasting, really, aren't they? Oh, yeah, um, they, they battered them. Um, I'm going to give uh, I'm gonna give Jack Wellsby uh, the wet paper towel defence of the week award. Okay. That, the, the kick going into the corner, where yeah. he tries to shepherd it over. Was it McIntosh that got to? He did really well, to be yeah, fair. He did, yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. really well. But, but even then, right, so you go, so first rule, you don't give a try away, do you? Especially at that point, because I think it was already... About twelve nil or something like that. Mm. that it point. might have even just. It might have even been the second one. They were losing yeah. anyway. And then after that, he gets to it, flicks it back, and he sort of hops over it to keep it in play. It's <laughs> 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 his legs; he would have gone out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you terrible? Uh, do you think uh, Truman knew he was over the line, or do you think it's just a bit? I'm of it? not convinced that they've got that right, or. Because his knees touched, I don't know, it just seemed yeah, a bit... He's in the air and then he's, he's, his knees but hit the ground. because his knees hit the ground, that he's puts back him in back play. in play. Should it yeah. not be where your feet are? Like that. Like where you've jumped from sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. is it not like... Don't know. So if, so if you jump from field of play to defuse a bomb, yeah. but you end up on your knees in the in-goal area, yeah. does that count as a 20-metre restart? By that, by that rule... Yeah. But would they give a 20 metre restart? I don't know, but I'd like to see somebody try mm. it. I'd like to see somebody jump and then land, land on, on the knees, knees and then catch the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not the same sort of thing? It's exactly the same thing, yeah. I was just looking at it thinking, it just 
doesn't feel right that decision not the decision just the the ruling, the ruling. Of it. Yeah. yeah i know what you mean yeah what rugby league with the rule that doesn't make sense well I don't know. come on does it make but does it make sense i can see why they've give it yeah but i don't know i just it just felt well it, it's like when you're catching a ball in it on the full and you can just catch it with your foot on the line or something yeah, yeah it's the same shortening yeah. the pitch by a yard all the way around i hate that rule yeah anyway but yeah it just felt i don't know I don't but, know. But a good win for, good win for Hull. Um can they make the top six? Um I haven't looked at the table, but no. <laughs> I think <Fair> they're <laughs> I think they're currently four points off six, which is Saints at the moment. Pretty sure they're four points behind. I think they might be a bit in and out, might they, to make the six. But... They are four points behind. No, I don't think they will. Not consistent enough. They don't seem to be able to get a run together, do they? Of, of like three or four wins, for example. Yeah, I think the top six, as it is, will be the top six. So, for like example, this week they're away at Wigan. You wouldn't expect them to turn that around, would you? Like to get a win there, would you really? No, probably well, we, not. We said this last time, and they came away with a win. Yeah, that's right. We, they were on poor form, and they, they they're in probably better form than they when they first played them. So, well, where we're we going next for the form book? <laughs> uh, we're going to cross over to the other side of Hull who came away with a win as well and they beat Wakefield 28 points to 12 um, Luke Gale played I know, got to try didn't he made one, scored one yeah yeah, a real, a real boot and it, do you know what? And it wasn't a hammering they came back and well, I know it was I think it was 22 nil or something like that 20 nil and then they came back to 2012 or something yeah um so it wasn't it, it wasn't a, a beating like they've had all, the, the first half dozen games of the season so there, no. is, there is improvement there oh yeah massive improvement um you know it's it's a decent score line in comparison to what they've had done to them this season aren't they? i know okay i probably weren't at complete full strength but it's it's it looked better. It felt better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while you're uh, while you're in that that section of Hulk out full strength, obviously a big talking point for this game, and he got his round of applause, didn't he? Uh, Lachlan Cooter's called time on his career as well. He's retired. Yeah, it's a shame that through through too many head knocks and things mm. like that, it's it's not you know it's not what you want to see really, especially for. A player that has come over and and done really really well, um, you know, mainly for St. Helens, but he's 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 had his moments at Ulkar as well, hasn't he? and I think everybody loves him there as well. Yeah, I mean, how would you how would you summarise Lachlan Coote's time in England? Because obviously he had probably big shoes to fill in Ben Barber, didn't he, when he first came? Well, over. he had the impossible task, didn't he? Really, of replacing Ben Barber, who mm. was at the time the best player in the league yeah for me anyway um and did it completely made it, differently made it possible yeah did it completely differently to how barber did it yeah but did it and probably made st ellen's better mm. did he win three grand finals yeah he won three so he won three a challenge, challenge cup. cup so you're talking yeah. about his time over here three grand finals a challenge cup winner mm. um and uh, then I suppose was involved in or, or a, a key player in in, in the improvement in Hulkar as well. Yeah, yeah, just terrific player. Yeah, without really doing anything that spectacular. Because yeah, he's, he's not the paciest. No, 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 
But just a, a really good footy brain. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Just in the right place at the right time, all, all the time. Yeah, and as, and as you said, Colin, probably not the way he wanted to end his career. He probably wanted to see the season out, but, you know, mm. it's mm. always hard to see your career end through injury. But Yeah, just just in this game, um, did you see the well, the debutant, uh, uh, Fuad Yaha, his yellow card? Yeah. Any any thoughts on that? Bizarre. I didn't think there's anything wrong with it. Do you, do you think... Um, so it, I think he got a £250 fine or something. Mm. For what, though? Well, exactly. It's, it's a bit like... It's almost like, well, we've got to do something because the referee... We have to sort of back the referee. Right. I, and I get that to an extent. That's just how it comes across. No, I, and I get that. Yeah, and I get that to an extent. But you could also find him not guilty. And in another sense, I can understand the referee giving something because at full speed, without yeah. without any yeah. without any technology, without any replays or anything like that, you think you could think these that's high. But he's then got the, him. you know, it, you know. But then when it comes to the review, actually, he's not done that, so yeah. he's not. No, he, you know, at first you probably think, ooh, yeah. But it is just a head clash. His arms are wrapped around him. Yeah. He's, it's not. Like he's got him eye. No shoulder. No nothing. I think if uh, I think if I was all KR, I'd definitely be looking down the 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 Wormsley route from a few weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. and just getting that fine overturned because it keeps his record clean yeah, as well. That's right. Do you think? Do you, do you think these claims have got anything to do with these sort of decisions? Yeah. You know the, these head knock claims that are going in now. Yeah, I think so. Mm, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit because I think if it was more to do with that, it would probably be a ban probably be a, a suspension or is it a, is it sort of a not a soft way like a light way of trying to a subtle way of trying to decrease contact with the head yeah maybe maybe that's that's what it is oh, i don't want to cop a 250 pound fine so yeah. maybe I, I think it's probably involved in some way yeah mm. i think that's probably a good point yeah which i don't think's right no, 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 I just, not at all. I, I just wonder if you not thought at all, but I think to do with it. I, 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 yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, well, we will move on to our next game, and we are heading to Salford, who were beaten at the hands of Wigan, 26 points to six. A few missing in the <laughs> end for Salford, wasn't there? I think they had no hackers, uh there was two more, and I've completely forgot. No, Croft. Croft was the big I one. I think did Brealey oh, go off yeah, early? He went off with, he, he, yeah, Brealey went off with an HIA. Yeah, yeah. So, and the, that's uh, well, it's mostly your spine, and and they haven't got, you know, that the, the hard fact is, is they haven't got the squad depth, have they? No, to 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 miss those players and still play to the same level. No, no, exactly. I mean, we've said all season, haven't we? That that spine of Salford, Brealey, Croft, Sneed, and Ackers. It's brilliant. It's what gets them through games. It's what it's what's probably put them into fourth place. Mm. I think they fought fifth, fourth, fifth. One of them, um, fourth, fifth. I think is uh. it fifth now? Uh, but they've been up there all season. It's what probably puts them, you know, in that position. And as you've just said, Colin, you've lost three out of four of them. It's always going to be a hard ask. Mm. Yeah, um, I think Harry Smith was the difference in this game. His kicking game was sublime. Yeah. Um, Really, just just really uh, put Salford under the the cost with his kicking game. Usually, it's the other way around when Salford play because Sneed's normally doing that to the opposition. But uh, Smith definitely had the better of things this week. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. And 
Then there was the Liam Marshall try at the end, uh, which was a kick, and then Marshall pushed somebody over and ended up with the rebound and ended up running uh, running 80, 80 metres to score, didn't he? Which probably shouldn't have been a try. And I must, must you know, point out and robbed me of a 14-point prediction. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I think it was a try then. <laughs> <laughs> do you know I'm going to change my mind, actually, and say, yeah, I think it's a try. I'll tell you what I did think on... Sunday night, the Saturday night, whenever it was, or Sunday, I can't remember. So we, we mentioned about Glastonbury before, mm. right? And Elton John was on. Do you ever remember, right, a few years ago when you used to go to Wigan away? Right. right? So you used to go to Wigan, right? And, and at half time, they'd have this guy in this, like, this gold suit. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. And they used to get a little kid out of the crowd. And they used to dress him up in the same, like with a top hat and everything. Yeah, I remember. that's what Elton John looked like. <laughs> I thought Elton John was going to start throwing Uncle Joe's mint balls into the crowd because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he used to do. He used to be like the Golden Gamble with Uncle Joe's mint balls, and the guy in the gold suit would go around and throw Uncle Joe's mint balls in the crowd. I'd love to see Elton John pepper people at Glastonbury with mint balls. <laughs> It's so good, isn't it? Uncle Alton's mint balls. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine having a court glass in association with Uncle Joe's mint balls. Slobbing him, rocket man. It <laughs> 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 just reminded me of it. No, they good. Like when he come on, when he come on, like wandering on, like like some sort of like little cripple. It was like. Like little Who, Elton? Elton. Yeah, not, oh, not, right. not Uncle Joe's mint balls I guy. saw that. I thought, he's not walking very well here. No. I saw that. No. Mind you, have you, have you heard about Bry this week? No. Bryce fell over it. Uh, he went watching... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, what? <laughs> he went watching... <laughs> he said that then. Oh, yeah, Bry he fell over. He went watching... Uh, I think it was Batley or something like that at weekend, or Keithley or something like that. Mm. Anyway, he fell over at the ground, and like, he's hurt his ninnies on crutches. Um... <laughs> And he's like he's he's really hurt himself. And he he's what he was he is now Bryce now walking like Elton John. Right. Is he throwing mint balls at people? <laughs> no, he's at him. Oh. <laughs> Put him on his Sunday rose. Yeah. <laughs> mint balls and gravy. Ooh. I remember that episode of Pingu. Yeah. <laughs> what where Pingu falls over at Batley. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> This review's gone silly, hasn't it? <laughs> well, just to wrap up this game, I actually thought that um, Salford's... I, I, I know you, you keep coming back to that that spine and stuff, but the, the defence was, uh, I thought, was shocking this week. I think the uh, the try from the scrum really summed mm, that up. I, yeah. think, I, I can't think who got over the line. Was it Miski, possibly? I think it could have been, yeah. He just pushed back. He pushed about three yeah. or four of them over, didn't he? And just put himself over. Sure, so yeah. I think that was a bit poor. But yeah, Just while we're on um, Wigan... Um, they look like they mean business for next season. Yeah, yeah. three, three in one. Well, hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam Walters, mm. who looks an excellent signing. Yeah, um, prospect. Yeah. And then I, I don't know how to say. Is it? I thought it was like Jackie Chan, but it's like that's like Jackie Chan. So it's not. It's like Tiaki well, Bo- Chan. Bobby told me it was Tiaki Chan. Right. So it's probably not right. <laughs> it's got to be short. Sure. I don't know how you say it, but I'm just guessing. Anyway, so they've signed him. And who was the other one? Because I haven't got it written down. Cruz Leeming. Cruz Leeming, of course it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four-year deal for Cruz Leeming. What would you make of that one? 
I don't know, I always thought he was alright, and there's a lot of people just sort of like slating him, saying he's rubbish, but I always thought he was okay, but um, I did read that Catalan's um, held sort of like initial talks with him, but sort of turned him down because he wanted too much money, and then I thought, not that good, mate, like, mm. I don't know, it, it's probably a good signing for them, I, I, I've said for years that, that we're going to miss him a really good nine, and if they'd have had one years ago, they'd probably have won a few more trophies. And they've been short in the pack, as we've said all season. Yeah, so I, they're I, trying to address that as well, aren't they? I think that's been a real issue for them. I think, well, I think Walters will be really good for them. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I, to be honest, I don't know much about Jackie Chan. So. No. And they were rumoured with somebody else as well, another centre, I think. I oh, uh, Kieran. Kieran. That, that'd be a good signing as well, I think. I don't think he's that good. I I, I like Adam Kieran. I think he's a good player. I don't think he... I've never seen him do anything. But you know you said before about a lack of halfback, decent halfbacks. Mm. There seems to be a lack of decent centres as well, really to be honest. There is a lack yeah. of decent even, even more so. Yeah. Even more so than decent halfbacks. No, that's true. That's true. So I think when, you, you know, when, you, when you're looking at Kieran, you think, okay, well... Just the best of a bad bunch, then. Is that yeah. what we're saying? A bit harsh, but yeah. <laughs> That's, you said it, not me. I think it causes some problems. Well, not problems, but uh, I think it highlights the the nine situation as well at, at Wigan. Does this mean Powell's out? Because Brad O'Neill's been doing well at nine, so he's either is he. I think coming they keep talking him? about him retiring and going mm. into coaching. And so would, is this the end of Powell? I didn't then? think he and was that play, old. And would they play Cust as a nine? Again, there's rumours that he's going to go. Powell's not old, is he? I don't think he was that old, but I'm just saying what what I've read. Um, Costa again, rumours that he might be going, he might be leaving. I don't think he's done much for them, to be honest. Cost. Mm. I think he had half a dozen good games last year. I mean, apart from that, I can't remember much, to be honest. No, no I can't. No. Oh, is that Bobby again? Yeah. Sorry, lad from work. He knows I'm doing this as well. At least it weren't Pepsi Max this week. That's true. <laughs> I put my phone on silent. It was. It's Pepsi Max asking where's your order for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on silent as well. I don't think it had come through that. Oh, ruined it now. Yeah. Sorry. Well, uh, it brings us into our last game anyway, uh, which is uh, Leeds 54, Huddersfield 0. This prediction league's stupid. That's all I'll say. I picked Huddersfield. <laughs> Well, I weren't that stupid. No, well, I, fair enough. No, yeah. I wasn't either. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on I'm on desperate predictions mode. You know what I mean? So mm, that's um, true. Emotional night at Headingley. Yeah, very. With the uh, obviously it was like the you know the Rob Burrow night. Mm. Um, His kids were brilliant though. Do you, do you yeah. know who else I thought was brilliant? And I don't. No one's mentioned it. And I don't mean during the game, but I'm talking in this scenario. Ben Thaler. Okay. So he's, he, uh, Rob Burrow's kid delivered the match ball, mm. and the and the time that he took with the kids, yeah, talking to the kids, shaking the hands, making a wave to the stand where his dad was, where the dad was, and everything. I just, do you know what I thought? I thought that's classy. That yeah, well Definitely. done. I thought he hasn't just took the ball off him and gone cheers. Let's get on with it. You know, he spent a good amount of time there with the kids, and I thought what a, I thought what a, a class act Ben Thaler was in in that in that scenario. Mm. Yeah. Really, really did. Um, um, the other one that was a class act on the night was Blake Austin. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic. Definitely one of his uh, better performances. He is out of contract, though, so, you know. Is he, yeah, is he, is they, they he, don't reckon he's going to... Is he playing for a deal? Mm, yeah, well, he is. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Well, they're talking about Caesar going back as well, aren't they? Yeah. And then you've seen who they've been linked with this week. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, dear. I, Tyrone Alf Roberts. Oh, he's, he's awful. But Rowan Smith denied it last night or mm. today. He denied it and said he hasn't really been in touch with him apart from a couple of texts saying, well done. And when they, I think it was the, the North Sydney Bears or something that he was right. got back-to-back titles with and he'd text and say, well done or something, because he's known him for about 15 years, apparently. Right. Ah, okay. Um, and he says, in terms of a contract, there's no offer on the table, which probably means there will be next week. <laughs> he was woeful. For Warrington. Warrington. He was dreadful. Yeah, he was. When you say about a lack of halfbacks, mm. surely there's not that much of a lack. We're better off throwing me in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how bad he is. Amazes me. Maybe that's a new segment, Bobby. Is Callum better than? <laughs> there we go. We've got one. <laughs> There's no point, because it's just yes. Yes. <laughs> is Callum better than Tyrone Roberts? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to give him the yes on this oh, week. Amazing much. how he's had a career and I haven't. His head's not fitting through the door. He's had a career. Now. Brilliant. Well, uh, in other signing news for, for Leeds as well, uh, they announced the signing of uh, Mikhail Gudemon this this afternoon. Yeah, good Catalans. signing for them. He's a good oh, player. Mm. Okay. Yeah, good player for a good play, be a good signing for them. And they've yeah. extended, is it Sam Lissoni? Yeah, he's looked good as well in the last few weeks. Yeah, he's signed a contract extension. Yeah. Again, personally, I've not seen enough from him. I think, again, he contracts up, playing a couple of games, I don't think he does, you know, I think you got to prove it a bit more than that, personally, but we'll see. I always think we need um, teams signing a lot more Pacific Islanders, just so Bobby can give us the news. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just on the game, I thought Huddersfield, obviously, because without saying they were shocking. Mm. Yeah. But they had no anticipation of anything that was that was happening. So what I noticed a lot was that they were they were offloading, mm. leads were offloading, and then they'd offload to somebody, and then Huddersfield would react. Mm. And it's too late. And they did that all the way through the game. Yeah. We're not gonna say too much about Watson's comments and things like that, because we're going to speak to Nathaniel about that shortly, aren't we? Yes. Um, the only thing I would say is uh, McGill reverses Wells before the wet paper towel defence award <laughs> with the crossfield kick and yeah, uh, what are you doing? You know, yeah. Definitely. Um, the other thing that I did, I did he kept showing Ken Davy, and I don't, I don't know what was going through his mind at, at fifty nil. Probably. It's probably probably time for a meeting with Ian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, everyone everyone always feels really sorry for Ken David, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. He's one of those people that people sort of wish the best for, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Because of what he's done for the club. Yeah. And then everyone, and then when it doesn't go well, people feel really sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Just universally, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard any other comment about anything else to do with Ken Davey, apart from, oh, what a nice guy, what a good job he's done for Huddersfield. Oh, I feel really sorry for him, though. Mm. Yeah. But, there you go. Just before we wrap it up on that, right, I, I've got to mention this, because it, it's been, it's bugged me a little bit all week, and I can't get it out of my head, and... I know we're not going to mention the, the... It is about Ian Watson, but we're not going to... And it's not about his comments. And someone pointed this out to me this week, and ever since I've seen it, I can't unsee it. Right. 
Have you ever noticed in his interviews, he tucks his ears into his cap? Well, I'm going to ask Nathaniel about that. Oh, are you? Yeah, definitely. It's on my list to ask I've, him. I've seen him tuck his ears into his cap. And who I'm does like, that? That can't be, com- that can't be comfortable. <laughs> Apart from Ian Watson, who does it? Uh, lad at work. Does he? Oh, he's got a big head, hasn't he? So. Oh, oh, right. So it just keeps his cap on. Well, he hasn't sticking out, looks bigger. No, that's, that's fair enough. I've got one more thing on the review. Um, Bobby, and I forgot to mention it before, but it is worth mentioning. Um, do you want to mention the story of the Lee fans tattoo? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, uh, there is a, a Lee fan on, on Twitter who has gotten a tattoo this week. And where's he had it? Uh, he's had it on his he's had it on his bum, right, right across his right across his uh, his cheek, his and, botox, and uh, and Lee have a song, and it's in the tune of that uh, "We Buy Any Car" one, and it, instead of saying uh, "Just sold my car to We Buy Any Car," they say "Just sold my car to John Asiata." Why? I don't know, but he's had "Just sold my car to John Asiata" tattooed across his <laughs> bum. <laughs> Did he put two S's in it? Asiata. <laughs> <laughs> did he not? I don't know. That would have been better, wouldn't it? I'm going to have to check the picture now and see if he did. No, he didn't. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you, have you examined? He definitely should have put I've ass. not examined the, the guy's ass. No. Right, well, there you go. Why would I be doing that? No, he didn't. We're back now with John again. <laughs> he definitely should have had John Asiata. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's, that's good. That I like that. Oh. Uh, but yeah, there you go. There's... Tattoo of the week. <laughs> oh, right. We'll move on quickly, shall we? Yeah? Yes. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at now? Nothing. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, Boris Johnson's stats of the week. <laughs> Why am I Boris? Oh, because I make stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> <Did> you lie. <laughs> Boris's stats of the week. I thought you meant because of how I dressed at my cousin's wedding. I thought that's what you were going down for. What did I got to do then? How did he dress at his cousin's wedding? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like I was going for ju- I like I was going so for had, with Boris had, Johnson. He had his long sleeve white shirt on and a tie. Yeah. He had shorts on <laughs> and he's in his proper shoes. He looked like he was Boris Johnson really? going for a run. You know, the worst thing was the wedding was in Salford. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, go on, go on, Boris. Well, how many have we got this week? First of all, hello, hello, <laughs> and we've got six this week. Okay, um, start number one. Uh, the Eels have posted the second highest first half points in NRL history this week against the Dolphins. Uh, they were 42 points to four up at half time. And the top spot still stands with the Newcastle Knights, who once led against the Cowboys 48 nil. 48? Yes. Cool. Okay. Um, stat number two is the hammer. Uh, I'm not going to try and say his name. <laughs> the the hammer in round seventeen of the NRL this week. What if ha- people don't know? Nah, who they, talking do. About? they do. They do. 
I don't think they do. Well, I'm not saying it. Um, the Hammer in round 17 had nine runs this week, but he ran for a total of 279 metres. Off nine carries? Yeah, which means he averaged 31 metres per run. How's he done that? That's good going, though, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, stat number three. Uh, the Melbourne Storm have not lost a home game when leading at half-time for four years. Uh, the last time they lost when leading at half-time was in 2019 to the Canberra Raiders. Okay. Good one, that. Which I thought was just incredible, really. Mm. Um, stat number four. Uh, Tom Johnston has now become a part of the 100 tries club. He scored his his hundredth and his hundred and first try uh, this weekend against Lee. Uh, he becomes the 24th winger of uh, of 57 players to achieve this feat. How many games is that in? Do you know? Uh, I didn't see the games. I could probably find it out, but I didn't see how many games he did it in. Because I just wondered how quickly, you know. Because he's missed a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll have a look into that, actually. Okay. I'll I'll take a look. Uh, Stat number five. Uh, As we've already mentioned, uh, we saw Luke Gale pull on a Wakefield shirt this week. Um, However, it was probably not going to go well for Wakefield, not because of their form. Because of Gale's history in playing first games for a new team. Uh, apart from his time at Hull FC, he has lost every first game he has ever played for a new club. Uh, he only ever won his first game with Hull FC. His debut. Mm. <clears throat> okay. And my final stat of the week is... Despite being six points ahead in the league, uh, in all competitions this year, Castleford are only averaging 0.4 more points at home than Wakefield this season. So in a head-to-head of uh, the Jungle and the Bellevue, uh, they're only av- they're only scoring 0.4 more points than Wakefield. Wow. Uh, and obviously that would have been uh, that would have been less. They would have only been averaging nine point two before the weekend because obviously they they got, they, they got a few points racked up against Warrington. So mm-hmm. before this weekend, they were actually scoring less than Wakefield at home. Wow! Well, well. Just just on that um, Tom Johnson one. Yeah, uh, he he's played one hundred and fifteen times for Wakefield and fourteen times for Catalans. Uh, and then there's got a few extra tries. That must be cup games because that's Super League tries you were talking about, wasn't it? I think. Uh, no, I think that was career tries. That was career tries. Yeah. So yeah, so he, he's done it in about 120 games. It's pretty good going, really, isn't it? Then yeah, mm. 130 games. Sorry, but even so, it's 130. Yeah. 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 So far, he scored 17 in 14 for Catalans. Incredible, really. Strike yeah. rates phenomenal. Yeah. I don't think that's quite up to date then, because I think he's on 20 tries now. Right. So I think that might be a little bit behind, but. Uh, Either way, yeah, still rough, still a rough guy. He's still about thirty games behind, isn't he, to yeah. do it in? So yeah. phenomenal effort, really. Mm. Definitely. And that's it. That's that's the week. Excellent. Very good. You call that a knife? 
This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, NRL time, and uh, we'll kick things off at the very start of the week, as on Wednesday, Queensland wrapped up the state of origin after just two games. They beat New South Wales 32 points to six. Hey, what? Wasn't We watched that. Me, me and you watched that together, Callum, didn't we? It's been, been a poor series, really. It's just been... I don't think it's been... State of origin. It hasn't had that feel to it. And it's not one that you'd want to watch again and again. No, I mean, you know, we've we've seen even recent years. It's been incredible. It's been some incredible moments, but it just felt like a bang average match both of the both the the, the two games so far. This was comfortable, really, wasn't it? Mm. The uh, the most entertaining part was watching Jerome Luai get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then he posted on his Instagram. <sighs> Uh, a picture of him like sat under the sticks and he put like, oh, you idiots need to chill out. You've got work tomorrow or something. Yeah, it wasn't a good look that, was it? No. At least I turn up. Yeah. Like, not, at least I do something. <laughs> at least I turn up for work. Yeah. He didn't. <laughs> well, it does mean that uh, Billy Slater has now two series in just five games as Queensland head coach. So it's a pretty good record really, isn't it? Easy jobs, them though. <laughs> what three games a year? Yeah, yeah. Malmendinger has got an easier one. That's true. <laughs> no games in two years. They're not, they're not playing again this year, are they? Are they not? No, they're not playing again next year. Uh, this year, and I don't think they've got anything planned for next year. Uh, Andrew Foster put a great hashtag on this week that I saw uh, called the Kangahoos. Uh, very quickly just before I go into the NRL sticking with uh, the state of origin feel a bit sorry for the New South Wales women this week I think I told you this one Andy earlier in the week Uh, they they lost the first game 18-10 but they won the second game 18-14 and they don't have a three game series they only have two games so they've lost the state of origin on on four points difference It's like losing on away goals, that, isn't it? Isn't it? Think they just do one more game. Well, yeah. Why can't they? I don't know. I think they were on about it, but... Especially if they've been that close and stuff. Why can't they just play it before the third one? Yeah. Seems daft, that, doesn't it? Or why can't they have a golden point if if it's one all after yeah. 80 minutes in so the second? So there's an... Yeah. So there's an actual... Or extra time. There's an actual easier job than Billy Slater. You've only got two games if you're the, if the women's coach. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yes, so NRL, uh, I'll, re- I'll read the scores out, just jump in if you've got anything to say. Uh, Dragons 18, Warriors 48. Um, the Panthers 20, the Knights 12. Uh, the Broncos 12, Titans 18. Got to go that first game post Justin Holbrook because he was sacked after we did the pod last week. Yes, he was. Not because of us. We just should point that out, really. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't get Justin Holbrook sacked. You know, he didn't get him sacked, no. But he got sacked after we after we recorded last week, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Which I found ridiculous, to be honest. Well, they've got Des Hasler in for next season, so it's probably worked out quite well for him. Do you think? They've had a lot of stick for it, you know. Oh, I bet they have. They've read of stick because... They well, were, if you're going to sack him and not replace him till next, next year, season, what's, what's the point? Exactly. Why don't you see what he does for the remainder yeah. of the year? Yeah. Mm. 
Well, uh, sticking with that game, did you see the very quickly? Did you see the incident with Reese Walsh? The swearing incident. Yeah, which again we've already been on about this. It's respecting the ref and stuff. But uh, uh, Callum, you told me a, a thing before. With uh, was it uh, was it David Fafita? Oh yeah, because he had his um, judiciary appeal today, so it was like live updates. Walsh. Yeah. So one of the witnesses that. Um, the Broncos got in was David Fafita from the Titans because obviously he was like involved in it if you don't know about this he, he was swearing yeah. and the referee gave him 10 yards didn't he give him a, pen, give a penalty yeah. and then said anymore you're going to go Yeah. and he claimed that he was swearing at the teammate not not the referee didn't he that was yeah, his defence wasn't the, it yeah in the end he said he was swearing at I think it was Carrigan Pat yeah. Carrigan um, and then what, what was it Fafita said now uh he said something on the lines of, he asked him, did he swear at Carrigan or the ref, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he was like, oh, yeah, he, he, Carrigan said this to him, and then he said, and then uh, and then Walsh said uh, what he said to the ref. I mean, Carrigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you need somebody that's like a bit brighter than that as a, as a, uh, as a defence witness, don't so, you? So they were like, so is that not true then? He was like, no, I just get nervous in front of you guys. <laughs> they were like... Why, why are you nervous in front of us? He's like, I just feel like I've done something wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just wants three shots, play state of origin, doesn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, I think he got three games. Three games yeah. in the end he got, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which, which, when you consider what Josh Griffin got, mm. he's getting off quite lightly. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Roosters 18, Raiders 20. Uh, Jared Croker won his 302nd game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Dolphins 20, Eels 48. Can't win now, can they? No, they're sliding down that table, aren't they? Glad Mm. I stuck with the Titans, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you're going to get from that. Yeah, exactly. The Storm 24, Seagull 6. And the Bunnies, 6, Cowboys, 31. It's a uh, shock as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think they had a few players missing because of... Orange. I think Latrell Mitchell's a big part of that Bunnies squad. And... So you, I see you skipped over the Sea Eagles again there very quickly. No, no, just no reason. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a couple of games this week uh, as highlights. You've got Manly and the Roosters. Uh, you've got the Broncos and the Dolphins. Battle of Brisbane. Mm. Um, and you've got the uh, classic which has been there for the last few years the Storm and the Panthers okay Brill um, yeah, good games yeah I think so pretty much wraps us up the NRL brilliant I'm just a fan Alan that's all your biggest fan that's right. As we said earlier, we are going to be joined by Nathaniel. I'm pleased to say he's on the line right now. Nathaniel, how are you, mate? Hi, boys. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. No problem. Where do, where do we find you this afternoon? After a long day at work? Yeah, I just finished work, so head to the train now for the train home. Brilliant. So if, it's, if it doesn't get bad enough, he's got a full day at work and now he has to talk about Giants. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and to you. And to me, yeah. Even worse. So, listen, mate, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I just, I, I don't know where to start really on this one. I suppose 
I suppose the biggest thing to start with is is not just the defeat last week. Um, I suppose it's been coming for a few weeks, hasn't it, that one? But I, I suppose I want to start with Ian Watson's comments after the game about it um, in being embarrassing and um, him saying that he knows what needs to be done because he's he's been there before and it won't it it won't be nice. Um, but there seems to be something that 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 comes out uh, comes out of Ian Watson's mouth after every game now, doesn't they? Yeah, um, I said straight after the game when I heard it. He said exactly the same after we lost to St Helens at the Magic Weekend. How it's not going to be nice. He knows what needs to needs to happen, and he dropped Jake Connor. Uh, he dropped Ethan Masters after after Warrington and. He's brought his own lads in, but again, different players, still the same situation we had on Friday night was some of the effort-based stuff, your willingness to defend is just is just absolutely appalling. And We're seeing that we're at 12 points down on Friday night and they just give in. Um, it's our big derby. Everyone at Huddersfield doesn't like Leeds. They want to beat Leeds. It's the one game a year that we care about. And obviously the players didn't care about being there, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that, that we've said in our review earlier in the pod before you came on was, I said the fact, the fact that I thought there was no anticipation from the Giants at all. So leads were offloading. And then rather than while that ball's being offloaded or stopping the offload, they'd watch the offload and then try and react when somebody else then took three steps forward off the offload. There was just no anticipation yeah. of anything that was going on defensively. No, like their second try, you've got Blake Austin who... <laughs> For a halfback, he's quite a big, big halfback, especially with his running game, is good. But for him to go through four or five men and four or five men miss one-on-one tackles against him, just it just shows it's the player's willingness to defend, which Watson can't be blamed for. He can be blamed for a lot of things, I think, from this year, what's going on. But from that area, that's down to the players. Um, you try and trust the players as well, who your experienced heads who are missing tackles, who have not played well for two three months, which I presume, for his comments after the game, I was said that it won't be nice. I presume it's... His favourites as such, or his, the players that he trusts, maybe he's losing trust in them mm. and the old guard now. Yeah. Well, that brings me nicely into uh, probably my next question, Nathaniel, and that is, you know, where do you sort of uh, place this blame? Because if you look at the last two seasons, you know, you've gone from third in a Challenge Cup final to now sitting 10th and playing the way you are. Obviously, I understand you lost a few big names in, you know, Lutelli, Wardle, but you replaced them in, you know, Connor, Masters, Nagama. So, you know, where does the blame fall? Is it the players or is it Ian Watson's style of play that has been criticised so often this season? Uh, a lot of our fans will blame Ian Watson. Um, I know a lot of the fans do want Watson out. Myself, I'm probably a bit 50-50. Uh, I think Watson's got a few questions to answer in, you know, why we loaned... Adam O'Brien to Halifax, but we're playing two with Ola here, who's a full-back at nine now off the bench. You know, Leroy Kudrow's playing second row when we've loaned Sam Hewitt to Wakefield. Like, why are we moving players out of position to play him? Is it because he's your favourites? I mean, I've not known against Tui and Leroy, but, you know, I don't get the, the positional change when it's not going it's not going right. Stick to the tried and trust where the players know where to play. I don't think Ian Watson can be blamed for the players not trying and the appalling effort that was shown last Friday, he'll be just as mad as we are that they go that. But for how long can the club keep saying we get you know what one week we get battered, the next week we put a load of effort in? Like that's what happened at St. Helens at Magic, we got battered by 40 points at Warrington, we just lost because we put loads of effort in. Yeah, and this week after then we get battered by Leeds, so it's like 
who knows what will turn up on Friday night. Yeah, just just a quick word on, on recruitment, because you mentioned about Ethan Masters there, but he's he's no replacement for Ricky Lutelli, is he, for example? Just just using that one as a as an example. No, I agree. And I think the big one is actually Danny Levi now. Mm. When we signed Nathan Peets, I thought his first thing at the club he were very good for us and I saw good that Peetsy didn't stay on with us, but after watching one year of Danny Levi and then just going back to Peets, you realise how important Danny Levi was to us last year. Yeah. Um, his running game out of nine probably the best in Super League last year and Ricky Latelli was probably the informed centre of, of the year too. So to lose them two for whatever reason, obviously one wants to go home, whatever reason Ricky went to Lee. It, the signing that we've replaced him with have just not been up to scratch and I'm sure the boys and Watson know that. But yeah, that's where Watson's, that's the questions on Watson. It's his recruitment, it's his, it's his people he's brought in. So he's only got himself to blame. Mm. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I think that's fair. I forgot about Danny Levi because yeah, he, he yeah. was quality last yeah, season. Absolutely. He was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I actually want to just go a little bit higher than the players and Watson and things like that because we were saying before, you know, Nathaniel, they kept showing uh, Ken Davy on um, on on Sky, and and we were saying, you know, everybody, you know, seems to really like Ken Davy and feel a bit sorry for him and want the best for him. I just wondered what you maybe thought was going through his mind, especially on 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 the game on the weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't like to know, like, Ken's a legend and everyone would just feel, well, all the fan base love him. Um, we also were aware if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be a club, we wouldn't be in Super League, never mind. We won't be talking now about Giants playing the likes of Leeds. So, mm. um, what, how he's feeling when he's pumped a load of money, and, you know, he's, he's back to Ian Watson, Ian Watson's, you know, the club of and Ian Watson have come out before the season saying they've given everything they wanted, you know. Mm. I don't remember a coach getting the full, full backing like Ian Watson has, especially on players. You know, we've we've cut players' contracts up to let them go early so we can bring his players in. He's had full control of everything and it's not working. Um, he's not trigger-happy, though, is Ken. So I do think Ken will back him. and mm. We'll back him, Watson, to get it right. Um, he did say when he first came in, it wouldn't be a two, three-year succession plan. And mm. I actually agree with what he says a lot, that maybe last year just hyped our expectations this year and, and stuff. But the, the backman's can't keep going on, but I think Ken will stick with him. Mm. Would you? Uh, just for now, yeah. yeah. I'm just in the camp of keeping him for now, um, just for the fact that, apart from Justin Albrook, who else is out there? Um, there's no point saying, oh, yeah, sack him and go get Justin Albrook. Do we know that Justin Albrook would take the Udersfield job? Yeah. yeah. He, he took St. Helen's job, but let's be fair, it's one of the best jobs in this country in Taylorville. You know, we're not a Wigan, we're not a Leeds, we're not a St. Helen's. You know, they're the big jobs, and any Australian gets offered them jobs, we'll take. We'll take them. Yeah, that's right. Will they want to come to Udersfield? Um, especially with the squad Watson's built, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of 33, 34 and 35 roles in that squad mm. now that we might end up being stuck with. So, yeah, no, um, that's right. It's not just as easy as sacking one coach and bringing another one because some of the players have been here now through two or three coaches and let them down as well. So Yeah, that's right. It'll cost just as much to get rid of half the squad than it will to get rid of Ian Watson. So, yeah, just for now, I'll stick with him. Okay. I mean, one of the, I mean, we're talking about players there. I mean, obviously the, the talisman, or the, the you know one of the players there, is, is Jake Connor. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, let's be honest. Everybody, everybody, every fan will acknowledge on his day, he's one of the best players in Super League. Yeah. Yes, admittedly, yeah. he needs more of those days. But surely, surely, you should be getting in this team the way that the way that they're playing. Um, yeah, you probably think so. But from watching him every week, his performances have been just as bad as anyone. Um, now, I'm not putting that on like you keep hearing Ian Watson saying he's not fully fit, um, he's still injured, he's still coming back from his knee injury. Then, did we bring him back too early, early in the season? Um, 
and that's why his knee's not right. But again, for me, I'll go back. We're playing him at six, but for me, he's not a standoff. He's a fullback. Mm. You know, we keep chewing into all the heroes. Playing the majority of the year, fullback who has been absolutely atrocious all year for us. Um, I don't know if that's form or yeah. or what, but we don't know. But he struggled. We give Pricey go. Pricey tries, and he'll have the odd good game. But again, he's a young lad, so he's up and down as yeah. any. Nineteen-year-old lad will be. I just love seeing giving a go at fullback. Yeah. So when when well when Price goes, you would imagine that he'll he'll slot straight in there, won't he, Connor? I hope so. Yeah. Um, obviously, two is out of contract this year, so we don't know what's going on there. Um, but again, if we sign two up, two with twenty odd assists himself at fullback last year when he was in form, you know, yeah. he was probably a main reason why we got to a Challenge Cup final and finished third in the league. But yeah, just for me. Out of all the lads we've got, we've got three full-backs for me. He's the best one. Mm. So give him a go at full-back and see if he can turn his form around in his, his proper position, not at six. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, just sticking with uh, with Connor there, uh, Nathaniel, um, do you think it has an effect on a player like that when we, what we've mentioned in the past when someone like Watson comes out and says, oh, you know, someone's, someone big's going to get dropped this week? And, you know, we've mentioned it before, if a, if a player's been dropped in the past, he's obviously already thinking in his head, well, that's that's me gone for another week. Do you know, do you think something like that has a has an effect on someone like Jake Connor? Yeah, definitely. I think that's been my big thing about Ian Watson from this year is he first did it with Jermaine McGilvery. Don't do that to a club legend. Mm. Don't, don't air your dirty laundry such in public. Like, if you're going to drop, it's after the Magic Weekend, if you're going to drop two of your Jake, that's fine. But just tell them behind closed doors. One of you will not be playing this week. There's no need to let the media know the week before. That was a surprise. Um, the McGill was a real like, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Don't be. He's a club legend, is Jerry. We all love him. But you, your fans are on your back anyway. Probably not best off ditching Jermaine McGill with Jake Connor out out in the public eye because, again, like I said, keep it, keep it behind closed doors. Work together. Yeah. It just shows splits for me, and I'd rather keep it all like I say, all in behind the training doors rather than to the media. Yeah. I've got to ask you something that was on the, the Super League show this week, and I don't know whether you, whether you caught it or not, but um, Ashton Golding was the um, was the guest on the Super League show this week uh, in between the games. I actually forgot Ashton Golding was still a player, to be honest, <laughs> but, like, but he's, he's been out for quite a while. But one of the... Uh, one of the, So they, they did ask him about it, and they said, you know, shocking defeat, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what do you think is going wrong this season? And Ashton Golding said, well, the problem that we have is that... Um, we, basically, he said, we're that good that everybody wants to raise the game against Huddersfield Giants. And, he, and, that was what, and that was what Ashton Golding said. And he was like, you know, people know they've got to raise the game and they are doing and we're, we're, suffering, on, we're suffering on the back of that. Uh, no, I didn't see it, but I'm surprised that he's, he's come out with that. Um, again, he's probably not playing the massive misfits because the energy and the belief that he actually brings to the team is second to none no matter where you play him off the bench on the wing fullback hooker his energy lifts us every time he's on the field um, so he's probably just speaking positive like he always is. I don't think he has a negative thing to probably say about us or no to be fair that comes, a, that, comes body, across, but, that comes across on his um, as he's doing the, the, the mm. summarising on there he, he is so positive about it yeah yeah he's a real yeah, energy but, man yeah, absolutely. I can understand where he's coming from obviously like say last year it was hard to break down we defended well yeah and um, so probably at the beginning of the year, teams did up it, and we probably didn't up it, but I don't think that's the excuse yeah. for the last month yeah. to six weeks because I think teams obviously tenth in the league, and that don't lie, unfortunately. He did actually say he was the best water boy in Super League. At the he? Yeah, he did actually <laughs> say that. <yeah. laughs> but but um, 
I, I suppose, I mean, I suppose, you know, uh, finally, Nathaniel, I mean, you know, what now? Because it, it doesn't, it doesn't get any easier. You know, the, the next game is away at, away at Wigan. And I suppose, uh, are we getting into real desperate territory now? How important, how important are the next, you know, couple of games for the Giants? Uh, very. Um, like I said, we've got Wigan away on Friday and then the week after we go to the south of France against Catalan. Um, it's been a tough run in June, obviously not being able to play at home, so we've had all these away games and they've all been against what people call your title contenders in St. Helens at Magic, Warrington, Leeds, Wigan, Catalan. They're all teams that can be in and around the playoffs, aren't they, mm, every year? Yeah. So they've got, but it's not about losing. Um, again, I walked away from the Warrington game, we lost, but I was sort of happy that, you know, we, we, we responded from the St. Helens Magic game, we put a bit of effort in, we didn't, we didn't give up. You know, they did the same when we got nil the OKR and we lost, we only conceded we only scored four, sorry, against Lee at home. We went soft in the cup. Yeah, we lost, but they didn't give up. They showed some fight, which at a minute is all I'm asking for because I don't expect to score to win and count on win, but to show some fight and show some passion for the badge and we'll see where we go. Yeah, and hopefully that, that puts them in a lot a lot better standing then for the games after those two, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because obviously the games after Catalan is Wakefield at home, I think. So that, yeah. if we lose that, then... Generally, we'll believe that we were looking over his shoulder at what Wakefield are doing, which is a totally different expectation to what we thought we would be doing in the year. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, mate, thank you, thank you for joining us tonight. We've really appreciated your honesty and you've talked brilliantly, as usual, about the Giants and uh, your passion is there for everybody to see. And uh, uh, like Ken Davey, Nathaniel, you deserve better. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get better on Friday night. Yeah, well, let's, let's I hope so. I hope so for you, mate. So Cheers, brilliant. Thank Listen, you. thanks for joining us. We'll speak to you soon. No, we'll speak to you soon, boys. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, bye. 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 Well, there we have it. He's quite upbeat, really, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a, a lot uh, more upbeat than I, I thought it was going to be, to be honest. And yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. They just find themselves in a really precarious situation, I think, at the minute, don't they? Mm. I don't think it does the minute. We've said it before. I don't think it does them any good whatsoever when you when you keep hearing the coach come out and yeah. publicly slate either individuals <laughs> or the team as a whole. I was just gonna I, I was just gonna say that to you. Um, it, it's all about Ian Watson and his comments, isn't it? Yeah, it's not like, and we we've called him Jurgen Watson before. We've yeah. said he's the rugby league version of Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, like. He just yeah. everything he's like. It's never like, um, oh, this was me. Or yeah. yeah, I mean, I've already seen comments this week, not even about the game. I've seen comments saying, "I wonder what he's going to say at the end of the Wigan game." Mm. And it's Tuesday. He, he never. Yeah. He doesn't seem to look at himself, not publicly anyway. No, uh, which I think is a which I think is a problem. Uh, never shoulders any of the blame. I don't think, like we've said before. Mm. But I, I think, in one way, I don't know. Is, is he is he being clever about it? Because. They've been beat 54-0. What do you take out of that game? Because I take out of it, oh, what's Ian Watson said? Yeah, but it, it's not... Does that make sense? It's on his players. Yeah. It's not... It's not... He doesn't take it away from the players. He puts the spotlight on them. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I don't think it is being clever. No. no, I don't. And as Nathaniel said, you don't uh, You don't air your dirty laundry. You, you keep it behind closed doors and you mm. tell them... You tell them privately. You don't do that to a player. I think it just discourages them, disheartens them. There's been one or two incidents of that like, this season. Yeah, definitely. Mm, okay. Well, let's hope they turn it around soon. Definitely. Well, I think it's about time to 
wrap up uh, with the last segment of the show this week. And as always, it's this. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, and of course, on the line, hobbling about is <laughs> Bri. Bri, how are we this week? Newt, newt, boys, newt, newt. <laughs> oh, that was well said. Oh, newt, newt, Bri. Oh. Are we okay? Well, I think we're better than you would think this week, Bri. Mm. Yeah, you know, for those who did see me falling badly, I've got a grazed knee, a battered ankle, a bruised ego, but yeah, I'm all good. <laughs> Oh, Excellent. Oh, who do you feel more sorry for, Callum? Bry or Ken Davy? Uh, probably Ken Davy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got more wins to look after. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bry, <laughs> uh, an update and uh, and a list of entrants for this week, please. Okie dokie. Um, well, we had three spots on last week. Uh, we had two in the whole Kyarfi Wakefield game. One was by Salford and one was by Wakefield. And we had one spot on in the Catalan Fee League game, and that was by Warrington. Um, so the league table, we had nine non movers. Wigan and Warrington both went up four. Andy and Ole FC went up one. Um, St. Helens went down one. Huddersfield went down two. Hull KR went down three. And the insiders went down four. Um, but the top five are unchanged, and bottom is still Lee. Okay, dokie. Um, uh, who's in this week? So this week, um, we've got you, you three. Um, for Castleford, we've got Roy. For Catalan, we've got Victoria. For Huddersfield, we've got Nathaniel. For Hull FC, we've got Outlawed Rugby League. For Hull KR, we've got Tony. For Leeds, we've got Eddie off the Lopard. For Lee, we've got the Ladies. Salford, we've got Phil. St. Helens, we've got David. For Wakefield, we've got Dan at Bellevue. Warrington, we've got a loose wire. For Wigan, we've got Johnny Ashy. Um, after I'm fallen over, I've had a head knock. So I've failed me HIA, so I've been replaced. Um, this week, because he's, his birthday's on Thursday and he's seven, I've said my son Freddie can do it. So he's replacing me. Happy birthday, Freddie, yeah. And for the insiders, we have a, an insider back from last year. Um, couldn't play it. Who plays for Whitehaven? It's Jamie Dorian. Excellent. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, yes thank yes, you, yes. Jamie. And well, Whitehaven have got two games, two home games this week. Um, one on Wednesday against York, which is a. Uh, and on Sunday, they play Featherston at home on, late, on a ladies' day. Ah, okay. Um. Just on the Prediction League, just, uh, I think, from all of us, uh, Louise, our Salford fan, uh, has been in hospital this week and had an operation. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think everything is fine, and she's well and smiling, but from all of us, uh, just to say, uh, just to say, get well soon, Louise, and we all hope you're, uh, you're uh, feeling much better soon. Yes, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Are we ready then, boys? We are. First up, on Thursday, Warrington for Leeds at eight o'clock, and it's on Sky. Um, tough game. This uh, I've just seen that uh, George Williams has been ruled out as well for Warrington, which mm. I think is a big loss for them. And 
do you know what? This around this time of the year last year, this is where Leeds went on their massive charge and even pushed it to the grand final. And after that win against Huddersfield, I think they're going to build on the back of that. I'm going to go Leeds by eight. Okay. Um, I disagree. Uh, I think it's really hard to take anything out of that lead performance last week because of how bad Huddersfield were. So I'm going to go Warrington um, to get back to winning ways. And I'm going to go Warrington 14. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I honestly have no idea. Um, I've obviously got to say someone now. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Warrington by eight. And Freddie's gone Leeds by eight. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a mixed bag. Not too many have gone for Warrington. Um, Eddie's gone for Leeds, obviously. Um, Warrington have gone for Leeds by eight. And the highest we've got. Either way, it's Leeds by 18 or Andy's Waddington by 14. Okay. Next one, Bri. On Friday, quarter to eight, it's Wakefield v Salford. Um, wait, they've got a few injuries, haven't they, Salford? But mm. they still should have enough. Mm. Um. So I'm I'm going to go uh, Salford by fourteen. Uh, I'm going to say sixteen. Salford sixteen. Then I'm going to say Salford eighteen. And Freddie's gone Salford by eight. Um, we've got two who've gone for Wakefield this week. Lee have gone Wakefield by ten, and Salford have gone Wakefield by two. Oh, okay. And Matt, this week, it's not as bad as normal. He's gone sulfur by 18. Okay. <laughs> so Matt, 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 Matt's little segment has been taken over by someone else this week, but we will get to that. All right, fair enough. Next up on Friday, it's on Sky. It's at 8 o'clock and it's Lee Fiechel KR. Uh, it should be a, a good game, I think. Um Oh, I'm going to back Lee, though, um, and Lee by eight. That's what I said. Let's change it, won't you? Yeah, I will. I'm going to go Lee by ten. I like Lee's back line. I think it's, it's, it's exciting. They throw it around. Excellent. I think they'll be 14 points better than Hull KR. Just because you say it in a different way doesn't mean it's any less annoying. <laughs> I did. So So if I go at one point if I go at one place every week now till the end of the season, I'll be in the playoffs. We don't have playoffs. We are doing this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you go down one place every week, you'll end up bottom, so don't worry about it. Yeah, there's no relegation this year though. I think there should be. <laughs> I think there should be as well. <laughs> but you know what? We are doing this, yeah. Oh, are you going to bring in someone from Keithley? No. Uh, Can't, there's no one Freddy. left. <laughs> yeah. Um, Freddie's gone Hulk KR by 10. Okay. Um, and he's only one of two who's gone for Hulk KR. And then there's our Hulk KR fan, Tony, who's gone Hulk KR by four. But no one's gone higher than Lee by 18. Okay. Next up, St. Helens v. Castleford. 
Also on Friday, also at 8 o'clock. Uh, I think Castleford had a good win against Warrington, but uh, I fully expect Saints to get back to winning ways this week. Um, and I'm going to go Saints by 16. I'm going to say Saints 18. Uh, I'm going to say Saints 24. If that's 14, now I'm going to go mad. (laughs) (laughs) I will absolutely wet my pants. (laughs) I'm going to play Trip and Trip to the Tampa Eight. Sorry, Brian, I lost you for a second there. What did other people say for that game? Not a problem. Uh, and we don't know where we got to, so Freddie got um Freddie said Saint by eight, and we've got a clean sweep. Um and the lowest we've got is whole KR have got St. Helens by two. And the highest we've got is Leeds and said St. Helens by thirty two. Okay. Mm. Next up, also on Friday at eight o'clock. It's Wigan for the still. Um, after the way it's gone, you can't see much, much change for Huddersfield really there, can you? Not really. Um, so I'm going to go, uh, Wigan, uh, uh I'm going to go 24 again. 24 is the new 14. Um, I, I think they'll be a little bit better. They have to be, they have to respond to that. They won't win, but they have to respond uh, I'm going to say Wigan by 16. Yeah, I think, like you said, you saw it after the Saints game, didn't they? They responded the week after, so... It's... Uh, well, uh, I'll go... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Andy's. I'm going to go Wigan 14. So we've got another clean sweep. Um, Freddie's gone Wigan by 18. The lowest we've got is Salford. You've gone Wigan by eight. And Matt's been replaced this week. This week, it is what is Nathaniel said. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he sounded all right. He was, he was upbeat when we just had him on, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say that, but. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I think he's gone 30. I think he's gone Huddersfield by 10. I like it. I think he's gone Wigan by two. Wigan by 48. Oh, He's Condas, hasn't he? He was, <laughs> he was upbeat. <laughs> oh, there we go. And then, and then lastly, lads, on Saturday, it's pay-per-view on Again? our league app. Yes. Hull FC v Catalan. Hull are always on this, aren't they? This is this is the game that I was telling you about oh, when they, yeah. they're charging oh, Hull the FC are charging less ticket price than they are in our league. Good. To right. undercut the hour league thing. They've charged less. Yeah, as soon as as soon as they announced it was on our league, Hull FC put the put the prices up and I think kids for a pound and the, you can bring a mate for a five and things like that. That's brilliant though. Good, yeah. Brilliant though. Excellent. Um I, I I mean they were they were excellent against St. Helens on uh, Thursday. Clifford makes a massive difference to them. 
Catalan are just flying at the minute, uh, but I'm going to say Catalan by 10. I'm going to go Catalans by 14. And I'll round it off and go Catalan by 12. And Freddie's gone Catalan by 18. Um, this is the one where we've had a bit, bit of fun this week, lads. Um, Hull FC have gone Hull FC by one. <laughs> Catalan have gone Catalan by four. Um, St. Helens have gone Catalan by two. Salford have gone Catalan by seven. And we've got three who've gone Hull FC by four. Mm. Anyone else who I've not mentioned have gone Catalan. But no more than 14. Mm. And yeah, that's to me, is all based off one performance from Hull FC. Yeah, no, I agree. Really? Yeah, I agree. Anyway. See, one and a half, maybe the first half against St. Helens in the Cup as well. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Mm. Right. Thank you, Bry. Yes, thank Not you. Not a problem. And I think that just about wraps us up for this week. So if you've stayed with us uh, all this time, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks to Brian for sorting out the Predictions League. And obviously, good luck to everybody participating this week in the league. Uh, If you are going to any games this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast this week, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.